Hey family, we are so glad you are here. We're looking forward to today's episode. In honor of Mother's Day coming up, we are going to share about our amazing moms, give some gift advice to the guys out there, and look at some of the godly mothers from the Bible and lessons we can learn from them. You're listening to Truth Talk by Faith Unshaken, the show that combines real-life experience with biblical truths to encourage believers, renew relationships, and equip Christ followers to go and make disciples. We're your hosts, Scott and Angela, military veteran and registered nurse, married since 2004, proud parents and grandparents. We are two ordinary people forgiven and redeemed by an extraordinary God. Our passion is to see lives transformed by the healing power of Jesus. Join us every episode for encouragement and practical advice from a biblical perspective and our lived experience in the areas of parenting, marriage, family, addiction and recovery, and growing in faith. We're so glad you're here. Before we get going, we want to tell you about our first ever giveaway. For the whole month of May, you will have the opportunity to get up to four entries into the drawing that will be held during our podcast episode on June 1st. You will receive one entry just by joining our email list. You can get three additional entries by leaving a review, following, and sharing our Spotify channel. We have three amazing prizes. The grand prize is a Bible study bundle that includes a life application study Bible, Bible study notes journal, a know your Bible guide, and a pack of Bible highlighters. The second place prize is a Faith Unshaken t-shirt so you can get your swag on. The third place prize is a set of gratitude cards with a wooden box and pins. All the details are on the giveaway page that will be linked in the show notes. Winners will be notified by email. All right, that's exciting. Let's get going on today's content. Well, Mother's Day is coming up. Guys, it's time to break out your credit cards and buy some flowers. Seriously, though, this is a day to honor those who gave us life and those who gave life to our children. So what did you get me? You did tell me not to look on our Amazon account, so is it something good? Yeah, it's a brand new hunting rifle, sweetie. On Amazon? I don't think so. But it better not be a vacuum or a treadmill or something. Of course not. I value my life way too much. That'd be like calling you fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, even if I didn't have any money, I would do something to make sure you knew how much we appreciate and love you. Aw, how sweet. I think for most moms, just spending time with our families is what we want. A spa day would be a close second, but especially for me, since our boys are older and on their own, I cherish the times when we're all together. My heart feels the most complete when I have my hubby, all my kids, and bonus kids, and my grandbabies all together. Nothing is sweeter than that. But if you're a guy looking for something for his mother or the mother of his children, I do have a few practical tips in choosing a gift. So first one is, what are her interests? Um, does she read, crochet, sing, play the piano, uh, golf, run, hike, you know, any of those interests, get something related to that. That's a good place to start. Well, all wives like to fish and hunt, right? Oh yeah. Yes. Like you get me all that fishing and hunting equipment. Yes. And you just happen to, to use it and borrow it, right? I got to make sure it works all, it oh. works right for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a ne- another suggestion, is there something that she'd never get or do for herself? You know, for me, I'd love to get a pedicure or 
get my hair done or get a massage, but I probably would never buy that for myself. So um, is there something that you know she would enjoy or want, but would never buy herself? Great. I'm feeling some heavy hints, hints coming my way on this mm-hmm. message. Uh, and then think back really hard to conversations over the past months. Has she dropped any subtle hints or talked about something she might want or want to go do? Like, I really want to go see that movie or I'd love a massage. I've been so stressed out lately or, you know, any of those types of things. We like to give little hints, you know. Oh, I, I hear them all the time. You just don't pick up on them? I just forget. Oh, okay. <laughs> and a lot of women do love flowers, and I love flowers too, um, but potted plants, succulents, or uh, like flowers for the porch area are a great idea too. They last a little bit longer, um, unless you're me, and then they come to my house to die. Yeah, we don't seem to be able to keep anything mm-hmm. alive. I have a dead long. one hanging from the porch right now. Yes. <laughs> um. Some other ideas are um, lotions or other skincare items. If you can't send her to the spa, you can make up a basket of things for a spa day at home. And maybe you can take the kids out uh, so she can use it in peace instead of the mommy, mommy, mommy on the bathroom door. Um, And then I know for us, uh, there have been a lot of times when there just isn't any money. So your mom or your wife knows the situation, but there's still a lot of ways to make the day special um, that means just as much to us as an expensive gift, uh, like making a candle at dinner, getting all dressed up and just eating at home. You can go for a romantic walk to watch the sunset, looking through old pictures or videos. Come on, guys, pull out your romance from the dating days. You got this. Yeah, I think that goes to the to the graveyard since we say I do. Apparently, because yeah. I haven't seen it in yeah, a while. I, I know. <laughs> Uh, the most important thing, seriously, to me, though, is that I see the thoughtfulness and effort that was put in. I don't even really care what the gift is, but if I know there was thought behind it and a genuine heart to do something special for me, that's what matters. Mother's Day is right around the corner. It's this next Sunday, and we wanted to say a few words that would honor both our mothers. I'll start with my mom. My mom was very loving, encouraging, always letting us, telling us how much we could do anything if we put our, our minds to it and making us believe that. Yeah. She was also this huge mama bear. If she thought we were being treated unfairly at anywhere, school, events, anything, she was down there letting people know it's not okay. I can picture that. So <laughs> it could be a little embarrassing, but you also really knew she cared and loved you. She had your back. Uh, she used to always spend time with us when we were little, playing and tickling us. Um, as we got older, we, uh, we'd play a lot of games, a lot of card games and board games as family. She worked hard and always did what she could to make sure we had what we needed. She's a very giving person mm-hmm. and is always looking out for others. I always knew that she was there for me and she still is. Love you, mom. And my mom was always my safe place. Even when I was a rebellious teenager, I always knew that no matter what, she would always love me and be there for me. Um, the things that I remember growing up is how special she made the holidays and birthdays for us. 
We never did have much money, but she would use every penny she earned saving and buying things all year so that we would have good birthdays and Christmases. And it's not really about the gifts she got us. I don't really remember many of them, but it was the thought and the sacrifice that went into making those days so special. And I also remember the times when she would let me skip school and would have a girls' day together. And now she is my best friend, and she's the greatest woman I've ever known. Happy Mother's Day. I love you. And then there's the mother of my children, Angela. You know, for 18 years, I've got to watch her love and nurture our children, how she they come first before anybody and anything. No matter what they do, she lets them know that she loves them and she's there for them. She is willing to give up and sacrifice so much, whether it's money, time, things we don't have to make sure that they get what they need and a lot of times what they don't need to make them feel special. I've seen you pray for them continuously for 18 years to this day, every, every day praying for them and their walk with Jesus. And it's just amazing how you have that connection with each and every child that they feel special and loved personally. You know, it's not, oh, she loves all of us, but they know she loves me. And so that's what I've in love so much about just watching you be a mom. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. You know, being a mom has been the greatest honor and joy of my life. And it's also been one of the hardest jobs I've ever had. It's like having your heart walking around outside your body and um, just wanting to protect my kids and um, know that they're okay. And sometimes I can't do that. And it's really hard um, to deal with, but um, just, I wouldn't trade it for anything, you know, and I've shared this before, but when I became a mom, that was a turning point in my life. It was like everything had so much more meaning. Um, I was responsible for this tiny human and the love I felt for my son was so overwhelming. It was almost painful. And then my second son came and I was equally in love with him. And for a while, it was just the three of us against the world. We had a, a really special bond. And knowing that I had them to take care of made me keep going during some of the hardest times of my life. And watching my sons grow into young men and become husbands and fathers has been so amazing, and I am so very proud of them. And then I have my miracle baby, my daughter, that we tried for five years to have. She's actually a double miracle. <laughs> because we didn't think we'd ever get pregnant. And then she was born 10 weeks premature. Scary time. Yes. And she survived and with no real long-term effects and she's healthy and she's spunky and strong-willed and stubborn like her mama. And she truly does have a big heart and cares about other people. And then our baby girl. I didn't get to give birth to her, but I am so thankful for the woman who did. I don't know the story or the circumstances, but I believe that God had this little girl specifically picked out to be ours. She was five years old when we brought her home from China, and she is just as much a part of me as my other children. She's strong and resilient and brave, and she has the biggest heart. So if you can't tell, I'm a proud mama. For a long time, though, when the boys were little, I was so worried about getting everything right and being perfect. 
It's easy to do, yeah, especially when you're a new parent. And I've always been that way. Um, but one piece of advice that I would give to other moms is that I wish I would have let some things go and just enjoyed the little moments. I would get so wound up in trying to he- keep the house clean, running from one thing to the next, feeling like there's not enough time in the day, that I rarely slowed down to just be in the moment, um, just to enjoy the little giggles and the mischief that the kids would get in and the smiles that they give and you know, when they bring dandelions in and it's uh, like the biggest treasure in the world to give you some dandelions, just those little things that those times you can't get back. So I'm really trying to get better at that and just be in the moment um, with those that I love. And, you know, like Scott and I shared some memories of our moms. The things our children will remember is not how clean we kept the house or the toys that we bought them. It'll be the moments and the time we spent with them. It'll be the feelings that they get when they think of us. And I hope and pray that those feelings are ones of love and comfort and home. Yeah, it's exactly the, how we've always looked at it for many years now is that give our kids the experience in mm-hmm. the, in, versus stuff, the stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a make great, memories. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great look on that. Well, we always want to bring things back to the word. So let's look at what we can learn from the mothers of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Some of the things I can see from these godly women is the unconditional love and willingness to sacrifice anything for their children. Yeah. You have Mary, the mother of Jesus. She was obedient to do as God said, even though she could have been killed when they when it was found out that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. He was her firstborn child. She raised him and loved him, knowing that he didn't really belong to her, and that he was more than most could understand. Mm-hmm. Then we have Jochebed, who was the mother of Moses. She willingly gave him up to be adopted by the princess of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Now, a little basket. In a basket, exactly. I mean, this woman, the pharaoh had put out the law to kill all babies under two. Mm-hmm. So she made a basket, floated him out where the princess's bathing area was. The princess found him. Then she got to raise, be the wet nurse. And mm-hmm. so she got to raise, got paid to raise her son mm-hmm. for the couple of years till he was officially weaned mm-hmm. from her. And then the princess took him and yeah. raised him as her own. The princess is actually who named him Moses. And then he grew up getting all that education and knowledge that that would uh, eventually prosper the Jewish people. You know, so it's because of Jacobed's faith and courage that he was saved. And that that's what preserved him to bless the whole world and lead the whole Jewish nation out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy to not be able to see what the end result is going to be. Like she probably never see, saw that and she never knew the outcome of, of her sacrifice. But just being um, willing to do the best thing for your child has far-reaching consequences, and thousands of years later, we're still reaping those benefits. Well, and you think about it, she wasn't just the mother of Moses. She was the mo- the mother of Moses, the leader, Aaron, the high mm-hmm. priest, mm-hmm. and Miriam, who was mm-hmm. a big uh, leader 
in herself for the Jewish people through yeah. all that. So mm-hmm. three prominent early Jewish people she was a mother to. Yeah. So that was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Then we can move on to Samuel's mother, Hannah, who was without child for many years. She was married but couldn't have a child, and she wanted a child so bad. Um, she was one of two wives. The other wife constantly tormented her and made fun of her for not having a child. Mm-hmm. And she prayed with her whole heart to God that if he would give her a child, then she would, in return, dedicate that child back to him. And that's exactly what she did. Mm-hmm. God blessed her with a child. She waited till he was old enough that he didn't need to, to nurse on her. And then she took him to the Jewish temple when he was a little boy and gave him to the temple priests so that he would be finished being raised there and work and work for God. She honored what she told God she, she would do. And he grew up to be one of the prophets that spoke directly with God. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge. Yeah. He was a huge person in the in Old Testament. It would have been easy just to try to forget about that promise that you made to God and not give up your child that you've waited for so long. Exactly. <laughs> then we go to the New Testament and we hear about uh, Timothy, Paul's, who Paul writes about in two. And Paul talks about. Timothy's mother and grandmother, Eunice and Lois, and how they taught him about the faith and that he grew up so strong in the faith and became an important Christian leader. Mm-hmm. You know, their influence in raising him to know the truth had a huge godly influence that had an eternal impact on the life and future of Timothy. Yeah. Paul recognized the contributions of both these women. He honored their impact in preparing his young protege, to, who later joined Paul on his travels, and eventually became the pastor of the Church of Ephesus. Yeah, so just knowing all these courageous women and brave and sacrificial and the love that they had and just also the the trust in the Lord that like I said, even though they couldn't see what the ending would be, they trusted the Lord to care for their kids. And that's a huge lesson to be learned for moms, because especially me, um, because it's so hard to give to give our kids over into the hands of God, um, especially when there are circumstances out of our control. And just knowing and trusting that God loves them even more than I do, it's, I can't even imagine that. Um, but God loves all of us and loves our children more than we we can love them or we can imagine. And so um, having that trust and that faith in the Lord to care for them um, is definitely a challenge, but it's something that we can see from these women has eternal impact and has, um, you know, just shows that faith and that love of God. So today... Um, Besides honoring mothers, we want to challenge women out there, if you're a mother or not, to encourage and uplift others. We all need the support of godly women in our lives, and there's so much wisdom to be gained from those who have gone before us. And 
I think we're missing this in our individualistic society where everyone figures things out and deals with things on their own. Um, independence is, um, you know, strived for and you don't want to depend on anyone. You want to do things on your own and make your own way. So, and, so we don't all have our own truth. <laughs> there's the, no, the truth is, is in the Bible. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> it's God's truth. But you know, while there's certainly room for individual preferences, I think, something has been lost in our society when there's not the support and guidance of our elders and respecting their wisdom and knowledge and the things that they can teach us. Yes. It's, you know, when, when, when I was younger, it was so, well, how do they know they're so old? They're out of touch. <laughs> mm -hmm. And now the older I get and in my forties now, I, and I realize that there is nothing new and all that's old circles around and become new again. So everything you know, we just talked about, this goes for men and women. Mm -hmm. Although we're focusing on women today for Mother's Day, it's important that both men and women to disciple and teach the younger generation. Yeah. Titus uh, chapter 2, verses 2 through 5, we, we're told that, Teach the old men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, and to live wisely. They must have a sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, to do good, and to be submissive to their husbands then they will not bring shame on the word of God. Absolutely. And just having the older women to train the younger women and the older men to um, pour into the lives of the younger men, um, you know, like I was saying before, is so important um, to have that and to respect the wisdom and authority of those that have, have experienced, you know, and, I'd love to leave financial wealth or at least some stability to my children when I'm gone. But the only legacy that I really care about is that my life was a reflection of Jesus. And I pray that my children will continue to pass down the legacy of faith. Now, I've told my kids, all of them, I think that I don't care if you're a brain surgeon, an astronaut, if you flip burgers or become a circus clown, what you choose to do for a career does not matter to me. What matters is that you love the Lord and that you pass that on to my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. Exactly. Even when they sign up for clown college, That's you know, right. they, they, as long as they take their faith with them, we're mm -hmm. okay. That's right. But you, seriously, though, that, that is true. All that matters in the end is that we love God and love people. And that's exactly what Jesus tells us to do in Matthew 22, 37, 39 where Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. So there again, love, love God and love people. Mm -hmm. And the legacy of faith starts at home. So if you're a parent, your home is a mission field. Your children learn from your actions and your example. It's our responsibility as parents to disciple our children. Not the church Sunday school, youth group, 
school, or anyone else. These are all great resources to add to the lessons that they learn at home, but the ultimate responsibility rests on our shoulders as parents. And it tells us this in Matthew 28, 19, and 20, when Jesus was telling the disciples, Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of age. You know, so these verses don't just apply to foreign mission fields. Mm-hmm. We're called to make disciples in our homes, our communities, and our workplaces. Yeah. Wherever we encounter those who don't know Jesus, we have an opportunity for discipleship. Yeah, that's good. So don't lose out on those opportunities. Take take those chances as they come to share the love of Jesus Um, The world really needs it right now. So, happy Mother's Day to all the amazing moms out there. We pray that you have a wonderful and special day on Sunday. Thanks so much for listening and for being here. And don't forget to check the show notes for the link to enter our giveaway drawing. It's going to be good. What a great episode and thank you for tuning in. If you can do us a quick favor and follow our channel, we'd be so grateful. Also feel free to share this episode. We want the love of Jesus to reach as far as the internet can go, and we need your help to do it. And finally, if you click on the link in the show notes for our resource page, you will be able to see the events, promotions, and freebies that we have going on right now. You're able to access those offers, and you can sign up for our email list so you'll never miss any of our awesome content. All right, we'll see you next time. And until then, keep keep smiling. smiling.